Welcome to the Sharp 600, brought to you by Covers.com. I'm Rob Cressy, and I'm super excited to be jamming with you. Today's episode is also brought to you by Bet America. Right now, they're running a promotion where they're offering new players a risk-free bet up to $1,000. All you've got to do is register for a Bet America account and opt into the promotion. From there, place a bet, and if the first settled bet loses, Bet America will reward players' bonus funds in the amount of the losing bet up to $1,000. Eligibility and restrictions apply. See the website for details. Later on today's show, professional handicapper Steve Merrill is joining to talk about MLB postseason betting. But what I want to talk about first is the Sharp 600 sports betting community. I'm having a blast chopping it up with everyone on Twitter. To help take this to the next level, what I'd like to create is a community bet. One, we're all in on a bet together. That way, we can have a shared experience. What I'm looking for is suggestions from you on how to execute this. My thoughts are that we can vote on a game that we're going to choose on Twitter. From there, we've got two options. Do we all want to be on the same side, or do we all just want to be on the same game? My preference would be on the same side, as it's more fun to root for games with your friends. Just think about what it's like to go to a bachelor party in Las Vegas and everyone there has action on the same game. This is also something that we could do from a future side of things. We could pick a team that we're going to ride or die with. You can hit me up with your thoughts on Twitter at Rob Cressy. Do you like this idea? Would you get down? How would you execute it? I want to know. All right, you guys, let's listen up. Before we get to the games from our friends at covers experts, Here's an exclusive offer for the Sharp 600 listeners only. Get 25% off any Covers Experts product when you use promo code SHARP25. Take advantage of this limited time offer. Save a little money and follow the pros all the way to the bank. Again, that's SHARP25 for 25% off any product. Vaughn into the windup in his first offering. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. October is arguably the best sports month of the year as we've got football in full swing, the NBA and NHL seasons begin, and the MLB playoffs kick off this week. To help you be a more informed MLB postseason better, joining me on the show is Steve Merrill, professional handicapper. You can follow him on Twitter, at Steve Merrill. Steve, super excited to have you on the show. Hey, Rob. Great to be back. So what I want to start with is looking a little bit into postseason betting strategy. How is betting the postseason different than the regular season? Well, it's obviously more pitcher dominated. You know, in the regular season, the odds are pretty much set based on the starting pitchers. Um, but more so in the postseason than ever, you have to look at the pitchers. And strategy comes into play also. I like to somewhat look at the managers and experience. Um, games often go down to the bottom of the ninth. Home teams don't necessarily have a huge edge in the postseason, um, but batting last in the bottom of the ninth is about the one edge you get with that home team, especially with managers that have good strategy, a good track record of winning in the postseason. Um, but, yeah, these series are going to be set by pitching odds, and you also have to look at the rotation because based on when guys last pitched here at the end of the regular season, especially in the first round, the divisional series dictates on who can go in games one, game two, et cetera, and that often can make a difference whether, you know, a guy can go two or three games in a series – and if the guys can get their aces when they want. So it's definitely pitcher dependent and everything else after that. 
Knowing the finality of these series, does this change the over-unders at all? Yes, games are going to be lower scoring in the postseason. We see that basically in all sports. Uh, NBA playoffs, for example, are about three points lower on average just in the regular season. NFL playoffs usually see a little bit more defense as well. And the same thing holds up in Major League Baseball. And once again, that's because pitching is so critical. Uh, not only do you – and you got to keep in mind also, in the regular season, you have four or five starters going. Uh, the number four guys barely see any action. You're never going to see a number five guy go in the postseason. They're going to become a relief pitcher. So you're always getting the top two or three pitchers for every team, every game, and these are the best teams on top of that. So you get great pitching, and then the bullpens are used a lot more strategically. And due to the rest factor after a travel after just a couple games, uh, managers also are able to use their top relievers more often. So it's really pitcher-dependent in the postseason. Because of that, uh, the over-unders are going to be lower. When looking at an overall MLB postseason betting, we've got the game by game, then you've got the series, and then you've got will they win the AL or NL, and then you've got for the World Series. Do you have a general guideline of like, hey, if we want to be smart about betting the postseason but still have fun about it, what's the best way we should really be thinking about betting the postseason? Yeah, I mean, I think, first of all, you're better off really just playing game by game and finding edges where you get the matchups or the situational analysis working in your favor because there really are three teams that have been dominant compared to everybody else this year. And if you look at, you know, my power rankings on covers.com that I do each week for baseball, uh, these guys have been at the top all season, Astros and Dodgers, and the Yankees have been up there quite recently as well. And all three of them are around three to one or less to win the World Series. Everybody else is 10 to one or higher. So if you like a dark horse, uh, you're going to get some value in the future odds. But if you like one of those three powerhouse teams, Dodgers, Yankees, or Astros, who probably will be one of the three teams to win it, um, there's just not a lot of value to tying your money up for the next month at just a two-to-one or three-to-one payoff. I think you're better off looking more at the game-by-game. Maybe the adjusted series price. That's something we haven't touched on. You know, a lot of times game one does not correlate to the rest of the series, and you can get a nice buyback price on a team you like after they lose game one and get a much better price on them. And that's something if someone, you know, if you have a team you like, maybe see if they lose game one. If you still have the pitching rotations you like for the rest of the series, step in and get a much better adjusted series price on them on game two on. If I gave you the Astros and Dodgers or the field, what would you take? In general, the World Series is usually pretty wide open. If you look at the past decade or so, you know, it's not always the favorite that wins it. Uh, but this year, it'd be pretty tough not to pick one of those two teams. I think the, the dark horse, of course, or the X factor there would be the Yankees. Um, offensively, they're very strong. Uh, but as I said earlier, pitching is what usually wins in the postseason. And you look at the Dodgers, best ERA in the league, really, you know, and then right after that, three and four are Houston Astro pitchers in Colin Verlander. And that includes the designated hitter. And they're still third and fourth in the entire MLB in ERA. So the Astros look stacked. Uh, the Dodgers have a much easier path to the World Series. And for that reason, I'd probably go with the Dodgers just because it looks like it'll be Yankees or Astros, whereas the Dodgers have a much cleaner path to the finals. All right. So when looking at the Dodgers and where there could be some vulnerability, I think the team that a lot of people would like would be the Nationals because of their high-end pitching there. Looking at their odds to win the National League, plus 750, which is kind of nice there. The Dodgers coming in minus 110, and that's a huge discrepancy of odds there. I know a lot of people don't like laying 110 for someone to win the National League. What are your thoughts on the value of those two different teams? Yeah, I think the one dark horse could be the Nationals. And the reason I say that is because if you look at the ERA stands in the National League this year, three of the top 10 pitchers were Washington Nationals. You know, Scherzer and Strasburg gets a lot of love, uh, but Corbin also had a great season finishing ninth overall. 
And with those three guys going for you basically in every playoff game, you've got a chance every night. Um, but the Nationals are going to have to win low-scoring games. They're not as good offensively. They're definitely not as consistent offensively as those other powerhouse teams we've talked about. Um, but I do think the Nationals are the one dark horse if you're looking for a long shot. And I've seen them anywhere, you know, in the National League alone at 7-1 to one, and the World Series odds as high as 22-1. to one. Of course, the problem, and by the time people watch this, they might not even be in the playoffs anymore because <laughs> they have to do the play-in game. And that's what makes things so difficult. So I would definitely hold off on the Nationals, see if they can make the divisional round. And then after that point, I do think they could be a dark horse. So when looking at the Astros versus Dodgers, I think the Dodgers, the biggest thing that concerns me is actually Kenley Jansen, five blown saves and almost a five ERA since July 16th. And we know so often when talking about pitching, then we're going to talk about the bullpen because they've got to close these games out. Do you feel a lean one way or another if the Astros and Dodgers were to meet in the pennant or for the World Series? Yeah, and the bullpen's what's always dicey because you don't always know exactly who's going to be in there. Obviously, in the postseason with less games and more travel, you do got kind of get your A guys every week and every game. Um, regular season, it's much tougher because you just don't know night to night who's going to be in the bullpen and who's going to be available. Uh, but the other concern I have about the Dodgers, by the way, is Kershaw. This is a guy who's never quite lived up to his dominance in the postseason compared to what he does in the regular season. And he's had injuries now the past few years on and off. I think the real key for the Dodgers is going to be if Kershaw can pitch his A game and if that's the case, then you have two strong starters on that L.A. staff that can go seven-plus innings. It also makes the, the bullpen vulnerability a little less of an issue for the Dodgers. So over on the Astros side of things, they look like they got the number one hitting lineup, number one pitching staff. Why would I not take them plus 210 to win the World Series? Yeah, I definitely think they're the team to beat in the American League especially. The one problem with the Yankees, they have some great offense, but they don't have a single pitcher in the top 10 in ERA in the league even. And the Astros, as I mentioned, have two of the top four pitchers in all of baseball ERA. So I do think the Yankees' pitch is going to hurt them, especially in a seven-game series. Um, the Astros look like the team to beat. There's just not a lot of value, though, at two to one. You know, you're tying your money up for over a month. It's not that bad. Um, but I still think you're better off maybe playing an adjusted series price or just picking your spots on a game-to-game -game basis, maybe especially when the Astros are coming off a loss and uh, you can get them in a bounce-back situation. All right. Is there a pick or any picks that you do like that you'd like to share with us? Yeah, if the Nationals make it past the play-in game, I like the Nationals as a long shot, a small little wager on them to win either the pennant or the uh, overall World Series. I doubt they will win the whole thing, but if you're getting them at 20-1 to 1 or 15-1, to 1, you can always hedge and keep that in mind. If they get up in a series early on, you can always buy back the other side and lock in a profit. Uh, otherwise, I think it will be Dodgers-Astros in the finals. I think if you had to pick a World Series futures right now, I would lean towards the Dodgers just due to the fact they do have an easier path to the finals um, as opposed to the Astros who probably have to get by the Yankees. And I'm curious, do a lot of uh, outlets allow you to parlay uh, winner. So, for example, an Astros-Dodgers winning the AL-NL parlay. Is that something in futures bet? Is, is that common? No, you can't. I, I haven't seen them like a parlay, but the same thing would be the matchup odds. And a lot of sports books do have the head-to-head -head matchup odds for every possible combination. And right now you're getting about two and a half to one to have the Astros against the Dodgers. You're getting about four to one Yankees-Dodgers. So the odds makers there again are showing those are the likely combinations. Uh, the other one, by the way, is Astros-Braves about seven to one. Everything else is 13 to 1 or higher. Um, so you can see there again, the odds are very heavy on the Astros beating the finals. Um, the Braves, I thought was interesting. That's the third most likely matchup because the odds makers feel that's the one team that could get by the Dodgers. I personally am not big on the Braves just because of that lack of postseason experience. 
Um, I know the Nationals have come up short quite often, but they still have a lot more experience on that roster. And I think if you're looking for a dark horse, other than the Dodgers, a team like the Nationals would be a safer bet. Yeah, and looking at the Braves, one, I'm excited to see Ronald Acuna in the playoffs. But two, their bullpen's just a little bit too shaky for me. Uh, on my end, what I'll probably do from an entertainment standpoint, I'll be taking Astros-Dodgers to match up in the World Series. And then I will also take the Nationals to come out of the NL. So, Steve, where can everybody connect with you? Yeah, website is prosportsinfo.com. And, of course, they can also find me on covers.com at the expert section having a fantastic football season, entering Monday Night Football 21-8 and eight this year in the NFL. And I want to hear from you. What MLB postseason action will you be laying down? You can hit me up on Twitter, at Rob Cressy, and make sure to use hashtag Sharp600 and be part of our community. And also make sure to tag at Covers. And one thing that really helps us out is if you subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, if you dig it, anyone who does will give a shout-out on the show. Also, remember, make sure to check into Bet America for the $1,000 risk-free bet. And if you want to be a sharp, don't be a square with your bankroll. Be disciplined with your money management. The Bocadella Devil hit you with the rap level of 10. The one, two, three, your pen. I get action. So everybody jump with your rope. If you like the way the sound pump, pump it in your black trunk. And let loose with the juice when I do rock. I'm too hot. Some say I got more juice than two pops.